Okay, good morning, Rabbi Sai. We're holding Shabbat Tafkuf Lama Dalad Omid Base right at the bottom. We're holding by the Toshima, actually. That's what we're holding by the Toshima that says Ein Noisnin. It's about uh, two, four, six, seven lines from the bottom of the Daf. That's what we're holding. Toshima. You're not allowed to put hot water, or oil for that matter, on top of a bandage that is on a wound on Shabbos. Ah, that's a kashan rav, because we said yesterday that he allows it. No, 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 it's not a problem, because that's talking about the Isra of Shita. And Hanami, you're worried that you're going to put it on the wound, you're going to be soichet, you're going to squeeze it out, which is an Isra, and therefore that's problematic. Um, like we said yesterday, is you can't put it on the makkah itself, but you could put it on top of it and let it sort of drip, drip down in a way that's not muhach for your food. And therefore, that's how we got onto yesterday the sugya of understanding what it means to have a michael bream. Tonu rabbanon, noisnen algabe hamaka moich yovish. You'll have to put on top of a makkah a dry moich yovish and a dry sponge. And the reason that you do this is not because that you're doing it for four purposes, because obviously that would be forbidden, but rather the, the, the reason why it's allowed is because you're only doing it so that the wound doesn't get scratched. Avaloi gemi yovish, not a uh, sort of like a rubber dry thing. Avaloi kasisin yovish, as well the same thing as little pieces, little thin pieces of dry cloth, because what these things do is they actually heal the wound. And that's an Issa of Rafur on Shabbos Kodesh. Kasha, Ksisin, Ksisin. Now we have a Kasha, because the ratio of the Braiser told us that you're allowed to put a, a Yavish thing, there's no problem. And Ksisin would be included over here, yet we say it's also. Now Kasha, Bechalati, Habatiki. It all depends if it's new or old. If it's a new one, meaning it was never uh, yet on a Makkah, then it will be Rafua, and obviously that's going to be Asa. Whereas the Reisha that says it's Mata was talking about old ones that were used already, and therefore they will not heal. So you see from here that brand new ones, ones that are Shmatas, cloths, bandages, that actually heal, that are not put on the way that we put them on, simply just to make sure that it doesn't get uh, scratched, and doesn't get hurt, and reopen, and whatever, but these things actually will heal. Says the Gemara Vaita, and we quoted the Mishnah on the last daf of the page of Kufla Madaladama base. Sophic Vandragnus, we said these two do not get their Bismillah on Shabbos. Tonu Rabbanon, state in the Torah, or Lossai, right? Comes from the Apostle, but Yoyma Shmini Yimo Basar, or Lossai. So what does that tell us? We doubt from there, or Lossai, Vadai, Dorichel's Shabbos. Meaning only if someone has a Vadai Orla, that is Vadai Chayv in Mila, he's going to be Chayv, he's going to be Chal Shabbos to do the Bismillah. Kuflam and Hey, Omen Aleph, Rabbi Yisai. V'loi Sofik, Dorichel's Shabbos. But a Sofik Bismillah would not be Dorichel's Shabbos. Orla, sorry, Vadai Dorichel's Shabbos. V'loi Androgynous, Dorichel's Shabbos. Okay, that's how Androgynous, which as we said yesterday, means he has synonym of both Zohar and Nekeva. He will not be Dorichel uh, Shabbos. Androgynous, Dorichel's Shabbos. Varnish chorus. In other words, Androgynous will be Dirk Shabbos because he gets the Issa of Koris and uh, therefore he can. But whereas someone that was born meaning on Erev Shabbos on Friday afternoon, he was born somewhere between Shki and Nach, no one's really 100% sure. And therefore, it's a suffix whether or not his Mila is on Shabbos or is on Sunday. So that's what that's the on Friday, I'm sorry, or Friday or, Shab- or Shabbos, depending on when he's born. 
Right, we're talking about Ben of Erev Shabbos. If we're talking about Motzah Shabbos, then it would be Sunday. Doichas of Shabbos. That's when it wouldn't be Doichas Shabbos. That's the Sofit Bechlav, what day it is. I'll also say Vada Doichas of Shabbos. Veloi noileg shumol Doichas of Shabbos. Not someone that's born, circumcised. He already has born with a Bismila, and we'll discuss that in a minute. He will not be Doichas Shabbos. Shabbos Shamaimim, Tsoklahatim, Menu Dampriyas. According to Beishamaim, someone that was born circumcised, you have to spill bris blood. Right, which we'll, 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 I'll give you an explanation in a moment. Or but still, I'm in Tzorik. You don't have to. I'm Rabbi Shimon Ben Alazal. I'm Rabbi Shimon Ben Silal. I'll know like Shumol. That's only if he's born with a Bismillah ready. Right, everyone agrees. It's Tzorik Lahatim Mene Dambritz Ben Pnei Shalos Kavushi because the Ola is sort of squashed into the skin. It's not seeable, and therefore you have to do something. I'm not clear. So what's the machlo? Because a Gersh Nisgaya Shumol. If you got a Ger that was Nisgaya, then. That's what's the dinner there. For example, he was already, for example, let's say he's an Arab, an Arab gets ready, gets a bismillah from a yanitz, it was done a kosher one, it was done a proper one. So basically, he became a ger with a bismillah. Just to give you a little bit of an explanation of what this is, it's not so posh, but there's a murdic in Me'iri over here. But the Me'iri says, if a child is born without foreskin, right, it basically means that he's born with a bris. So, um, all you have to do is basically spill down bris. How do you do that? That, we're talking about a case where the, where the foreskin is there, but it's not recognizable because it's basically like suppressed and covered over. It's covered over onto the actual limb itself, right? Now, if you leave it without removing anything, what we're concerned of, we're concerned that the thin piece of skin will eventually become loose and will cover the limb and therefore uh, leaving the person completely, you know, without a prismila. So the flow of the, this blood, requires basically to remove a little layer of the skin and the Me'iri says that you're actually removing an unnoticed foreskin and now the child is allowed to eat truma, uh, which is normally going to be asked by someone that hasn't got a bismillah and whatever it is and that's why Rebbe also allows this to be done on Shabbos because basically it's a bismillah so there's no reason why that should not be a problem over here there's a shayla in the in the in the exactly what's going on over here. You know, are you yotzer by just scratching off with a fingernail, for example? There's a chazanish in Yeridea, kuf nun dalad that also says that you can just scratch up the fingernail. You don't have to scrape off any skin. You don't have to peel off anything in that way. As long as you do the flow of the blood, that's going to be good enough. Let's look the gemara vayta. Omama velosofik doichas shabbos. Right, we said in the ratio of the brisa that a sofik brismina is not doichas shabbos. Fet the gemara suya mind. What's which type of sofik? What's it coming to include? Wow. A baby that was born in the seventh month of pregnancy, you would be Machal Shabbos and make the best. A baby that was born in the eighth month of pregnancy, you will not be the, not Machal Shabbos. What's the reason? The reason because a baby that's born in the eighth month is not going to live. As I state in Chazal, the Shochanach, you should know, brings this in Orachim Simon Lamed. And therefore, since it's basically dead, there's no mitzvah mean over there. Sophic Ben Shiva Sophic Ben Shmoin. If you have a Sophic that was born in the seventh or the eighth month, a Machalim Masa Shabbos because it's a Sophic. Why would it be Sophic? You want Machalim Shabbos? Ben Shmoin, how are you? Kevin, it's like a stone. If a baby is born in the eighth month, it's like a stone. For Osa Letaltoloi, and you cannot be Metaltol the baby that's born. It's Mamish Mukta. So you look at Tosfos, and Tosfos says that nowadays we don't have this. Why not? Not because we have incubators, which will be the nowadays answer. But because we're not a bucky to know exactly when it was born, it's impossible. And therefore it's always going to be a suffix that maybe it was born on the 7th or the 9th, and therefore you're always going to move it and, you know, be busy with it. Nowadays anyway, it'll be more time. Shlomo Zalman talks about this in the Sefer, an unbelievable Sefer. There's a whole set in Encyclopedia of Rafua called Nishma Savram, which is unbelievable. And in, in one of the, you know, I think it's in Chalit Base, so he brings over there from Shlomo Zalman, 
that since nowadays we have incubators and we have a medical refuah, a way that's proven and tried and tested of saving a baby that's born on the eighth month, then therefore this Gemara, you know, is basically not to be taken Allah on a Maisa. What the mother can do, right, even though she can't touch and move the baby because the baby is mukta like a stone, because it's going to die, if he is manachazal. So the mother, what she can do is bend over and she could sort of uh, milk the baby. She could feed the baby because obviously, like Rashi explains, for her to have excess uh, milk inside her is actually a sakana and therefore it is problematic over there. That's what it is. Um, okay, let's go back to it by saying. It's my Rav Malacha Katana Kamo. That in Shittis Rabbis Hillel. That means uh, you don't have to take off the umbrellas. Vishmul Amma, Halacha Rabbishim Minalaza, in Rab Hillel. That means you do have to. Ravada Ba'aba is Isilid Leahu Yanuka. There was a baby that was born Kishumal, was had already Bismil already. Ahadre Atlesa Moyale. He took it to 13 different Moyalim. Please do something. Give it a dumb brisk. Let some dumb brisk because it was born circumcised, but it needs something. And not one of these 13 Moyalim will mask him to do anything because it was Shabbos. Adashavi Kushavcha, until he decided to do it himself. And he made it, he, he messed up the situation. And now this, this child will never be to have, to have children. Omar, he said, tastedly, this, this terrible punishment has reached me. It's got to me. I deserved it to Ovri Adarav because I was over on Rav. Omar of Nachman, Rav Shmuel, Loyova. Well, he was only over on Rav, he wasn't over on Shmuel. Amen, I'm a Shmuel This that Shmuel said that a Tinnik that's born, right, with a, um, with a meal already, needs to do the Dambris. That's only during the week. But Bishabbos, me, Omar. Maybe, maybe Bishabbos, he didn't say that because it was only a suffix. So how do you know he was over? Because Rabbi Shimon Loza holds that a tinnik that is born ready circumcised is vada in orla kavushahu, right? As we said, yeah, as we explained before the Meiri before, that means it's basically being suppressed, it's been covered over, and therefore even on Shabbos you have to spill some dumb bris, and therefore that's why he held I wasn't over on Divi Rabbi Shmuel, who passing that Rabbi Elazar Shmuel, because he holds that you do have to. The Itma Rav Omar Chashinon. Um, Where's my makar that it's a vada ola kavusha? The Tanya, the Belezakapo Iman and Nakhlobe Shama Vesel, Alal Noilad Shumol. Right? The Machlokah Beshama Sel, only a child that was born with a bris. Because uh, everyone must, she's talking about too many damn bris. Amanachlu, what's the machlu? Because the chalavos are shabbos. Beshama, I mean, the chalavos are shabbos. Because and by the vada ola kavusha, and therefore you have to do something. Or besalom, aim a chalavos are shabbos to suffer, and therefore we don't have to do anything. La mechal tanakama does not teach us the tanakama. This is over belezak kabo sova mechalom belezak shabbos that you would be mechal the shabbos, and therefore I hold of the tanakama. Says the gemara, no. But then tanakama, if I call aim a chalavos kama, kon tanakama, everyone holds you do not mechalal the shabbos. Just Rebeleza is Chaylik and he holds that by Shama you're Chaylik and they hold that you do Machal the Shabbos. In fact, the Gemara, I can ask you Rebeleza a couple time at the Beshama also Lashmeinan. Why, you're telling me that Rebeleza a couple was coming to tell us that she does Beshamai that you're allowed to Machal the Shabbos? What do you mean? Beshamai very nice, but my story, Paskin that Beshilo, so how can that be? Says the Gemara, Dilmahaki, come on, no, no, no. I'll tell you, Shat Rebeleza a couple, what's Shat? Meaning, there's no Machal the Shabbos whether or not you have to spill some of the dumb of the bris. Rather, the machlokes, if you're allowed to machal Shabbos or not. But during the week, even bris Hillel will ask him that you have to do something over there. And that's what Rebeleza was coming to tell us, that they hold like bris Hillel, and therefore, that answers that. Omer of Asi, called Shi'imoy Tamea Leda. 
any child that's born that causes the mother to become Tommy with the birth. Nimol Shmoina will have a uh, bris on the eighth day. If a mother will not become Tommy by giving birth, for example, a Yotzadofen, right, which basically means a, um, a birth through the stomach. Right, not through the regular rechem, which, by the way, is a machrikas in the Mishnah in Nidadaf Memomadalov, whether that makes you tome or not, and we paskinite the chachomim that it does not make you tome. Right? Um, okay. So a baby that comes out of the way, since it doesn't make the baby tome, uh, the mother tome, therefore the baby will not have a bris on the eighth day shenema. Isha ki sazria, parasha sazria. Isha ki sazria, v'yolda zacha v'tama v'yama shmini yimom v'sara lasai. See, clearly, the psukha matenia is a woman that becomes tome, and on the eighth day you give a bris. So therefore, there's a smichas one to the other, that only if the mother becomes tome, will we go along and give the bris. Oma le'a ba'ila doris roshonos, in the original doris, right, from Avon Avinu until Makhon Torah, yachichu she'eni motemei leida. Right, a woman will not become Tomei in that case. There was no such thing as Tomei Leda. And still they gave a uh, din of coming along to say, always on the eighth day. So what do you mean? How can you tell me it's Tali Zebazer when the Maisa from Avon, you know, until Matan Torah, there was no Torah telling a person to get Tomei, but yet they give a person on the eighth day. So they're not Tali Zebazer. Oh, Malay, as we turn the page, Nitna Torah, and it's Chadshalach. It means before Matan Torah, they were knowing to do the Mila on the eighth day, even though the child that was not Matami, the mother, with the Leda, but after the, the Torah, then was Machalus Tahalacha, that only in that way that's going to become to the Bismil. Aini, is that, is that true? Right, if someone comes out, for example, the baby comes out from the stomach, and not from the regular Rechem place, someone has two, two layers of Olos, one to the other, and the eighth day falls on Shabbos, so what's the deal? They're only arguing over here. If it falls the eighth day on Shabbos, but everyone agrees that you do the meal on the eighth day. Ah, Yitzhadofin doesn't make Tomei. So what's going on? So I used to see for me, unlike Ravasi, says the Gemara, no. Really the Machlokas is, is for Yitzhadofin, is, is gets a meal on the eighth day. Talia. In other words, you're not Machal Shabbos, only on something that you have to on the eighth day. But there's a Machlokas rather not, you do on the eighth day because it doesn't make them bother Tommy. Kitanoi, says the Gemara, it's a Machlokas Tanoyim. This whole thing of Ravasi is a Machlokas Tanoyim. Yesh Yolid Bias. We'll explain these terms. Shenimo Le'echod. It gets a brismin on the very first day when he gets born. On the eighth day. Yesh Miknas Kesef. Okay, let's explain. Yesh Miknas Kesef. How do you have a Miknas Kesef? Right, you bought something with money, literally. That gets a nimol, gets a brismin on the first day. Yesh Miknas Kesef. Right, you buy a maidservant, a shifcha, that's already pregnant. She gives birth. Zel Miknas Kesef. This is called Miknas Kesef, because she became pregnant, remember, before you bore her. And therefore, even though it's true that the birth is now going to be in your Rishus, but it's called a Miknas Kesef, because when you bought the Shifka, you also bought the Vlad. Hanimol Lishmoina, the one that gets uh, a Brismila on the eighth day. Lachach Shifka Vlad Imoi. Right, so now you bought the Shifka, and they had, she already had a brand new baby with her. She was holding the baby. Zui Miknas Kesef, Shnimol Yechod. So immediately when you buy it, even if it's before the eighth day, since it's not Doime to regular Vlad Yisrael, and therefore, it's not considered to be bought uh, and to be born in your Rishos, and therefore that's why you do it immediately, even before the eighth day. Because not only to, to, to Vladi Sol, only Vladi Sol gets born and gets given a brismin on the eighth day. Right? You bought... Um, 
Where am I? Lacha Shifcha, you bought a Shifcha, and she became pregnant by you, for Yaldash, she gave birth, Zeulid Bayes, and Imel Shmoina. Since at the end day the lady was in Yerushas, so eight day. Rav Chama Oma, Yaldav Akachi Tvila. If, for example, you bought a Shifcha, that was already pregnant, and she gave birth, and then she was Toivol, because the Shema Avdos, Zeulid Bayes, Nimali Echod, because at this manner of the lady, she wasn't yet Chayv in Mitzvah like a woman, because she hasn't yet Toivol yet. Memela, Memela, she's not going to be Tuma of Tommy Leda. And therefore, as we said before, anyone that's not Tommy Leda, the Vlad is not Nimmel on the eighth day. If she went to Mikveh, then she gave birth. Doesn't make a difference. You see, Rav Asi holds like Rav Chama and not like the Tanakama in this Machlokes Tanoim. Okay, so I understand a few Rav Chama again who was Machalit between the situation when the lady took place before the tefillah, when she wasn't yet chayv in mitzvahs, or whether it took place after it. Mishkachas law, we understand. Yelid bayish nimol yechod, yelid bayish nimol l'shmoina. Miknas kesef nimol l'echod, miknas kesef nimol l'shmoina. Yolda v'achach hitbila, zey yelid bayish nimol yechod. Hitbila v'achach yolda, zey yelid bayish nimol l'shmoina. Miknas kesef nimol l'shmoina, kikon shilokha shikva muberes. You bought a shivka that was already pregnant. Ve hitbila achach yolda, miknas kesef nimol yechod, kikon shilokha shivka. Understand all of these things. Right, we've got a yelled bias that's, that gives a that gives her birth and has her baby, and you give her bismillah on the eighth day, and you have a miknas kesef on the first day. It doesn't make a difference. is when you bought the shivcha before she became pregnant. In that case, the vlad that comes out is doing it to a vlad yisrael because it came out in yovishos, and the tanakama the ma'isu is not machalik between a, va, a, a vlad that the that the mother gets tommy and does not get tommy. So you see, a yelled bias needs to be uh, given a. Uh, Bris on the eighth day. So what's going on? We're talking about a case, the situation, Elid Bayes gets a bris meal on the first day. It's a person that bought a shivcha before she became pregnant, Almanas, you'll be zoicha for her, but you didn't buy her herself, the shivcha herself. In that case, the vlad over here is not given a bris on the eighth day because it's not doing to vlad Yisrael because the master, the owner, doesn't have a chalik in the mother. Okay, I understand. You have such a situation where a person owns, right, he owns the fruits that come out of the keren, of the ikka, but he doesn't own the keren, the ikka, the fruits itself. He only owns the fruits that come out, but not the ikka where it comes from. Right, it's not then. It's not considered you own the gufa moment, and therefore a person that buys a shivcha for, but you're not being zoycha in her is not zoycha to the baal or the go, you're not the, the owner is not zoycha on the gufa shivcha itself, and therefore the vlad that comes out is not doing it to a vlad yisrael, and therefore it can have a bismillah on the very first day. Elamanda oma kinyan peris k kinyan me. But if you hold that automatic bailus on the peris will make you a baal on the moment itself on the ikka when the makor on the source where it comes from. So that case, even if you buy a shivcha. To work is considered like you are bal on the shivcha. Michael and Mamus, and then the vlad that comes out is considered to be a vlad Yisrael. And therefore, you should wait till the eighth day. What's going on? On my Rav Moshisha, but a kerek shivcha manas shuloilat bila. You dafka go and you buy the shivcha amanas so she wouldn't be tovel for avdus. And therefore, since she's not shaykes to the mitzvahs bechlal, and the vlad that comes out is not doing it to a vlad Yisrael and not chayvet mitzvahs. And therefore, if that's the case, that's when it will be uh, much earlier. Whereas if it wasn't that case, then it will be nimel on the 8th day. Okay, Rabbi that is where we're holding and that's what we're going to get to today. But Ezra Hashem Yisbaruch, tomorrow we shall continue and wish everyone a beautiful, wonderful and very healthy day.